That's Brit. And this is That Fitness Thing Podcast. Where we talk about all of your burning fitness questions and probably a few other nuggets of wisdom as well. All right. That's that. That's that. <laughs> okay. I think we nailed it. I think we can just do the first take this time. <laughs> this doesn't need to be a 10-minute thing. So today we're talking about going to the gym, which is like a new thing coming back since COVID. I don't know. Your gym, did your gym ever shut down? It shut down for four weeks in for April. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on this side of the world, <laughs> on this side of the world, it's been a minute since we've been able to go in the gym. Um, and it's really different going back right now too. The nice thing is there's way less people there, way less people in the gym. I go in and there's maybe like 15, 20 people in the whole gym and I go to LA fitness. So it's a pretty big gym, but there's all the new rules now too. So you have to, you know, breathe through your mask the whole time. You can't take it off for anything. You have to stay six feet apart. It's, it's rough. Do you guys have anything like that? I know you guys are way more lax over there. Nah, dog. So here in good old South Carolina, I go to like a pretty small mom pop gym. It's like a 24 hour gym. So it's like the key access ones and everything. And there's really like never more than like five people in there any given time, which is great because I usually go at like 9 a.m. So everybody's usually at work anyway. So I'm not during the busy hours. But he, the owner, God, God bless him, (laughs) has a lovely letter that he sent President Trump, right? And he got one back and has it signed and framed in his office. If that tells you anything about this gentleman. Really nice. (laughs) He's a really nice older guy. I mean, he's um, disabled and stuff and he he takes a lot of pride in his gym and stuff, but he's very much so in ensuring that his members have their rights, I guess, is how we want to call it. But uh, he's never required us to wear masks or anything like that. But again, like I've always felt comfortable because there's cleaning supplies everywhere. There's never more than five people. I've never had to share equipment with anybody at any given time. So I'm fine with it as a, you know, just in my in my world, I wouldn't recommend, I guess, to most people who are higher risk in that situation. So. I'm like trying to tread lightly here in this conversation because no, I know that. I like one, it's sad because the county, I don't, so I don't live in this county. I live in the outskirts of this county, but this county is like the highest transmission rate in the state. So, oh, but wow. it's also the okay. highest, the most populated as well. So at like half a million people, South Carolina is not very populated, but <laughs> at the same time, like I understand that a lot of people might not like what's happening in South Carolina, but that's just where I live. And that's just how it is here. It happens to be what it is. It is just what it is. I don't wear a mask in the gym, but I wear a mask everywhere else. Um, other than like my own office at my work building, because I work on a campus. So we wear masks usually in the buildings, like public areas, but my own office, I don't. So, you know, I just, yeah, it's just different. So we've, the gyms have been open since like May 15th. Wow. Sorry, guys. Like, but that's just how it's been here. So I haven't really had to deal with the pain of not being able to go to a gym. 
Yeah. And that's just the one that I go to if like two or three times a week on my way to work. And then there's a YMCA, like literally five minutes from my house. Same situation. All the workers wear masks, but anybody that uses it, they don't. But, you know, they have hand sanitizer everywhere. They have, yeah. every, you know, bottles and towels to wipe everything down. And people are just, it's weird. Like normally when I go to a gym, okay, well, let's face it, I'm an asshole. So I have an asshole face and most people don't approach <laughs> me anyways. But normally when you see sure. other people interact that are not me, uh-huh. <laughs> they don't have any problem talking to each other. But now ever since COVID yes. and since the gyms have been open, people don't chat at all. They're like, no. And that's weird in South Carolina to like look away from people because I'm from the Northwest. You know, I grew up in Oregon. And in Oregon and in Washington, it's it's usual for people to ignore each other. Yeah, we call it. <laughs> well, South I mean, Carolina. I'm in Seattle, so it's like the Seattle freeze, right? <laughs> we don't talk to each other. We don't look each other in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. Like, not. it's almost rude. You're like, how dare you ask me how my day is? So yeah, you don't bother Pacific people. Northwestern people are. Mm-hmm. No, but in South Carolina, you say hi to someone, all of a sudden you know that their grandpa pop just went over to dinner the other night and they were how they had ham and potatoes and corn. It was delicious. And they went and talked to their, you know, sister-in-law. It's like <laughs> that's the South for you. So it's a totally different world, which makes me highly uncomfortable being from hey. Oregon. So I'm like, don't I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It is weird now to be in the gym though, because there still is even here, you know, there's those like chatty Cathy's and they sit and they do want to talk to you every once in a while, but they're like the outliers in the gym. And now it's very much like we wear our masks the whole time. We just moved into another phase. So previously you had to make a reservation and you'd go on whatever o'clock. So you could go at two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock, but you made your reservation and you had to be out by 45 minutes after so they could clean for the next group of people to come in. And I have never seen so many like focused, not talking to anybody, not looking at anybody, people in my life. Everyone was there to like get it done and get out. And now we've moved past that. You still have to wear the masks. You don't have to make reservations and you can stay there as long as you need to. But it still is kind of an eerie feeling going in. I just got goosebumps saying that. You can't see them because it's a podcast, but there's goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> I really tried to show you for a second, too. Trust me, there's goosebumps, okay? Well, I can see you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, but prior to COVID, the gyms were a lot busier a lot busier and especially going to a big gym like LA fitness. I don't know how yours was, but there's, I mean, anywhere from 120 to 200 people in there at any given time, like always, unless you happen to be there at like one in the afternoon and there's nobody like at that time. When it's dead, right. Yeah. When it's dead. But as a general rule, you're going to be there with other people there. And one of the things that I, I hear all the time from female clients or friends or kind of how I was when I first started out too, is that there's some scary and uncomfortable areas in the gym for women starting out. One of those being like the free weight section. And I don't know if you were ever like that. I've worked out with you plenty of times in very like men saturated gyms, like military gyms and stuff. And I've never seen that from you. Did you ever feel that way? Like when you were first starting out or anything? 
I don't actually remember a time of me being uncomfortable, but I started weightlifting when I was in high school, like when I was 14 or 15, that was always co-ed. So, and that's always free weights, you know, that's not any type of cable machines or anything in a regular high school gym. So I never really had that experience just because of my exposure at such a young age. That means obviously being in the military doesn't help. So, I mean, like I'm surrounded by dudes all the time. (laughs) You're good. You're in. (laughs) Well, I remember starting out and I started out at like a, my fitness journey started at Planet Fitness in like El Paso, Texas, like a very (laughs) random low key gym. But I remember even there being in the free weight section and just getting so nervous. Like I knew everybody was looking at me and I knew I was probably doing this wrong. And I didn't know if I looked like I should be there. And there was a lot of workouts that I would plan out at the beginning and then never finish or follow through on because I was just too scared to be in that area. Um, And I think a lot of women go through that. I actually, I was telling you before this, but I went with a girlfriend of mine today to the gym. And she, I mean, had real anxiety to go to the gym. It's not a comfortable place for people who are not used to going there. Um, and it was different cause I was, you know, there with her, but even when we walked into the free weight area and it was, I don't know, probably eight or 10 guys and then us, us two women. And it was, it was one of those things where, you know, you could tell she was definitely anxious to work out in there. Like this was not entirely comfortable. And so, that's kind of what we're talking about today is how to know what to do and what not to do so that you can feel comfortable and know what you're doing when you walk into the gym. Yeah. Cause I think that's where confidence comes from. Even starting out is knowing I'm doing the right things. I'm not looking stupid cause I know what I'm supposed to do. And then we can talk about some of the people that do the stupid things anyway, even though they know, and that should make us all feel better because there's some mistakes that I know most of you are never going to make. <laughs> so, um, That being said, if you were to start out giving like basic gym etiquette for, for going to the gym, where would you start? Well, I kind of want to backtrack a little bit before we jump into the gym etiquette part. We can do that. (laughs) Yeah. Let's, let's do that first because I kind of want, you know, I had asked on my Instagram, I think it was like a week or two ago of what keeps people from going to the gym. And obviously the number one answer is going to be COVID right now. But there's other things that keep people from going to the gym, like childcare, you know, being able to find, you know, resources and stuff that so they actually have the ability to go. But one that really resonated with me was... It was a guy I, that I've known for a couple, like for over a decade from my hometown. And he had said that his biggest reason is because he doesn't want people to make fun of him for being overweight. So he is under this assumption that if he walks into the gym, that people will automatically be looking at him and judging him for being there because he's not outwardly fit. You know, he doesn't look like he works out. Right. And... I think that is a a big issue for a lot of people and for women, too, who are initially uncomfortable because, one, they don't know what they're doing. And, two, they're worried that other people are watching what they're doing and judging and making fun of them. And that's like 99% of the time not true. Most people understand where you're at because they've been there. Everybody has had a first day in the gym. Everybody, right? That not knowing how to do the movement, worried that they're going to mess up, worried that's going to be too heavy and they're going to hurt themselves. So there's that 
misconception that people actually give a shit that you're there. They do yeah. like in the sense of, hey, that's awesome. It's a new face, a new person at this gym. Maybe I'll say hi to them eventually, blah, 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 like that type of situation. But it's never like, oh, they don't look like they lift. Like <laughs> maybe right. there's some gyms out there that are like assholes like that. I'm sure everyone has those mean girls and stuff that they remember from high school and all that crap. I'm sure that does exist. Right. But I would like to believe from my experience that the average commercial gym is not like that because everybody starts from the beginning. And then the second thing is something that I had brushed on very briefly in episode two was that there are gym bros out there or just alpha males or just, you know, fucking long live the patriarchy, believe that women should not be lifting weights, right? Because it's going to ruin their femininity or whatever, that kind of crap. So women are more apprehensive going into the gym because they've been told by certain male counterparts that they don't belong there. So I feel like it's like a twofold thing of one, just the unknown and just past experiences from their adolescence and stuff of being bullied for various reasons and stuff and not wanting to have to experience that again with something new, that anxiety of it. And then two, just of what is either in the media or because of other people's opinions about what women's place is, I think is the big two things. So when people are walking into the gym, that's their expectation and that's where their insecurity comes from. Then (laughs) when you're going and you're moving forward through those insecurities and trying to get to where you want to be because you feel this is the best thing for yourself and your body, it's, well, why the fuck am I here? (laughs) Right? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) What am I trying to do? What... How do you how do you use a dumbbell, right? Like I don't know how to do a back squat with a barbell. Am I going to hurt myself doing that? Like I think that's the other part of it is just like I have no idea. But For the sure. beauty the beauty of the age that we're in right now is everything is on YouTube. <laughs> like you yes. can YouTube every move. You can even like put the name of the machine that you want to use in YouTube and watch somebody use that machine and be like, okay. And, you know, by just that effort right there, you're going to be able to kind of figure it out on your own. But I think that the greatest thing anybody can do with themselves for themselves is going to the gym with somebody else. Let them take the lead, right? Just like you did with your friend today and stuff. Let me take the lead. You're going to be fine. We're going to get through this together, right? Because you've already been there. Absolutely. And, and you know what, too, I, I've been in the gym for years and years now. I think I started working out more heavily in the gym when it was like 2011, 2012. And, um, even still, I mean, post pregnancy, postpartum, all this time after having baby. Uh, and we've talked about it before, but I am in a new body. This is a very new body for me. I put on 50 pounds during pregnancy. I have lost 10 of them. Go me. This is a very different feel for me. And so I, who have, who has been comfortable in the gym for years and years and years and years, I have no problem. I'm fine. If I do even end up looking foolish, I had a hard time going back for a little bit too. And I put it off because I had an anxiety of like, Oh my gosh, do I look like I should be here? Which is the silliest thought ever. But people have thoughts like that, right? Do I even look like I should be here at the gym? Do I look like I should be lifting weights? I don't look fit anymore. And 
it's it's such a tough thing to overcome and be able to to go in and build that confidence back and remembering that everybody's at a different place in their journey. And one thing I know I've had to remind myself constantly of is that nobody cares what I'm doing there. Nobody cares. Everybody that I think is sitting and watching me and judging me because I see this role here. And so I know they see this role too. And I know that myself and them are not happy about this role. That's not real. That doesn't exist. Everybody's there focused on themselves because we're all there to do the same, same thing. We have a shared goal. They're focused on their own stuff and not me. And I think that's really hard to remember sometimes, but important to remember too. Right. We have this expectation, especially if you've been in the that I don't know how to call it like that fit area. Whenever you've been like for me being in bodybuilding and stuff like I yeah. have been shredded. Right. And yeah. then when you're not shredded anymore, it is like, well, I hope people don't think I'm eating a lot of food. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I have been. <laughs> Like, why do I care? Like, why do I care what other think people think about me? But sometimes it's, especially when you are young in like your early mid twenties and you're finally like figuring out all of this newfound knowledge about fitness. It's a lot harder because you want to be able to present yourself in a certain way that says, Hey, I'm really knowledgeable. And by, you know, by that knowledge, I am really lean. And then when you're not lean anymore, you're like, did I just eat my foot? <laughs> like, yes. Not like figuratively, not literally, but, you know, it's just like you don't want people to start saying that you are not smart and that you don't know what you're talking about yeah. and all that stuff. But people just go through different phases of their life. Like I had two kids in that time period. But I remember specifically when I was a trainer at LA Fitness back in 2015, I got pregnant with Tristan and I started gaining weight as people do when they're pregnant. All of a sudden they're not like six pack abs anymore. And it was right around, it was like six months, it was between five and six months, my belly finally popped. So like I looked like I was not pregnant for the longest time. And all of a sudden I was like, bam, I'm pregnant. And I had one of my clients come up to me and he was just like, I don't know how to say this but are you are you pregnant and I was like yeah man I've been pregnant for <laughs> like six so. months he's like he's like oh man I just thought you've been eating a lot of cake and I'm looking at him like all right bud <laughs> let's, let's back up a bit I have been eating a lot of cake but that's not the point <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks also for noticing <laughs> right I think it was more of people in the gym are noticing people are going through phases but they don't they don't know how to talk about it either because they don't want to. Yeah, they didn't want to offend me, and I didn't. I mean, you know me, Mel, and I don't give a fuck. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm good. I'm like, let me tell whatever, you about the cake man. I've been eating. I get. Where you're <laughs> yeah, I have been eating a lot. <laughs> you know, you don't pack on these pounds for no reason. So. But I think what you said is really like relevant. It's what we think we're presenting ourselves as. So whether you're, you know you are fit, you were fit, you are just starting out all of those things you want to. Cause I work with a lot of young girls. I work with a lot of girls that are like everywhere from 16 years old to like 22, 23 is the majority of them. And a lot of them do talk about going back to the gym right now and things like that. And I hear all the time, like, Oh, I want to go and do squats, but I'm scared. I'm scared to go in there. I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm doing. So whatever you're trying to present, right. I think everybody that's going there is trying to present that 
one, like they belong there Two, they know what they're doing. Three, that there's progress being had. And those are the things we want to present. And it's so hard when you feel like you're not able to, and the gym gets to be an uncomfortable and scary place at that point. I think we all seem to remember too, you know, when it comes to the gym etiquette type of stuff, we don't want to be singled out. Like right. I don't mind if, if someone comes up to me in between sets and wants to compliment me or ask me if I compete or any of that stuff. I get that. Like curiosity killed the cat. Like people want to know they're, you know, they want to know the information. I have no problem with that. But when it comes to being singled out for someone to either make fun of you or to videotape you or take photographs of you without your consent, you have the power to want to complain about it either to the person of their face or to management or any staff there that normally will stop it. And two, if it's not stopped, then you have the power to quit that gym. And I think that a lot of people get really worried about that, that, well, I'll just let it go because I don't want to have to change gyms. But really, honestly, do you want to be a part of that gym environment if the staff themselves aren't going to help protect you in that aspect? If someone is one, singling you out or two, taking photographs or video without your consent. And that's like it, it really is a gym etiquette thing. When you're going to the gym, you expect people to act like normal human beings and treat each other with respect. Like that's just kind of like the number one human rule, right? Be respectful to each other. And that's not always the case. And I think we've all have experienced something absolutely stupid or heinous in a gym because people are assholes (laughs) assholes <laughs> like yeah for sure. you know <laughs> right and it's kind of that twofold thing though where it's you know <laughs> gym etiquette number one be a respectful decent human being but then on the other hand expect people to be respectful decent human beings and let it be known if they're not because that is what gym management is there for that is what staff is there for um i ran i was a gm for la fitness for god i don't know how many years five or six years five years i don't know a while and those things happen you know, if you're uncomfortable for whatever reason, you have to be able to expect to be respected in the gym so that if something does happen, you can stand up for yourself and say, Hey, no, I'm going to be comfortable here. (laughs) And I think that's important to be able to advocate for yourself like that too. If you bring your children to the gym, do not let them run around the free weights. Oh my gosh. I've been to so many gyms and that literally drives me insane because no one else in there is the babysitter for your children. And two, it's fucking dangerous. <laughs> like that 45 pound weight weighs more than your four-year-old. So please let's not let it crush them. Yeah, no. And a lot of gyms, honestly, just their liability doesn't cover that. So as a GM of LA That's- Fitness, I could say over and over again, the amount of times I've had to talk to somebody because you're four-year-old isn't covered by our liability. So if something happens to him out here, we're liable. We're not a fan of paying for a death that really could have been prevented or a broken arm that could have been prevented by him going to the kids club where he belongs. So there's that. That is also important. Um, more gym etiquette. Um, let's say hygiene. <laughs> That's such a big one. Wear your deodorant. Please take a shower. Uh, wipe down your equipment when you're done with it. No one wants to sit on your sweaty, wet bench after you're done with it. All those things are really important to presenting yourself the way you want to be presented and not being singled out. Um, 
And it does suck if you end up going and you're like, well, shoot, did not wear my deodorant today. But just do your best. As again, like a basic human decency act, hygiene's important at the gym also. (laughs) Funny story. (laughs) When I got back from deployment, I lived with this guy for a couple of months because... I came back to no house. So he let me live in his house for a couple of months. I was in like transition to moving to Washington state. And I thought he was the weirdest person because he would take a shower before the gym. And then after (laughs) when he came back and he was a little like OCD anyways, with just his tendencies around the house and stuff. So it was kind of like poke fun at him and everything. But I just thought it was like the wildest thing until I moved to Washington State and started working out at a military gym. And I was like, oh, God, I wish people did more things like Jeremy did and would actually shower themselves before they came to the gym because (laughs) army boys are fucking gross and they will not. They will literally wake up at for PT at five o'clock in the morning and not shower after PT and then go to the gym either during their lunch break or when they get released for the day and they stink to high heaven and you get one of them in front of you on a treadmill and you're on a treadmill and you're just like sitting there like gagging. You're like, <laughs> like, oh. And I was like, I need more Jeremy's in my life. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And you know, it really does bother. It does bother people. I think I told you this story a while back, but one one of my, one of my like all time favorite members at one of my gyms too. I had to confiscate his deodorant spray from him one day. Cause one day he was just so fed up and this is not good gym etiquette either, but I get a complaint from one of my members that there's a member spraying stuff at people in the, in the kind of like machine area. And I was like, what the heck? So I go over and this poor man, he was so frustrated. He was walking up and down the aisle, spraying deodorant in the air because he could not believe how many people stunk that day. And I had to take it away. I had to take it away from him. I told him he could get it after his workout. We can't do that. That's not (laughs) nice or safe or healthy, but it bothers people a lot. And so you just don't want to be that person. But we also need to remember that not everybody has the same resources as us and therefore might not be able to afford deodorant or not aware that they smell either because of their living conditions. And there's going to be people out there with their privilege. Oh, well, they can afford a $20 a month gym membership. And I was like, well, at least they have that. Because at least at the gym, they have a shower. Because I've known homeless people that get a gym membership for 20 bucks just so they can take a shower every day. So before we start judging people about how much they smell and stuff, yes, we're in America and it is we're very hygienic and like to take a ton of showers and be smell good and all that crap. (laughs) But not everybody has that luxury. And there are also medical conditions out there that do make people smell worse than others. So I don't have a medical condition, but I tell you what, my fucking BO is horrible. So if I forget to wear a deodorant for like even the morning and I start working out, I'm sitting there like smelling my stuff. And it's so it makes me feel so self-conscious, even yeah. though I don't stink like so bad that other people notice, but I can smell myself. So, yeah, we just got to remember that not, not everybody's the same you know, and that everybody has different reasons. Um, Personally, if I forget deodorant, I go into the bathroom and I take some of that good old, you know, antibacterial soap they've got going on. I wash Mm -hmm. the shit out of my pits because it's horrible. I'm like, damn it. I forgot this morning. Do what you got to do. 
You yeah, but yeah. yeah, we just, you know, got to remember with our with our privilege that not everybody has the same resources that we have, but at least they have a, a gym membership that can work on, you know, towards their health and stuff. And then people who Absolutely. typically... And that goes back to what we said was gym etiquette number one, right? Which is be a respectful and decent human being and expect that right. back. So. And spraying deodorant around the gym is not it's fucking respectful not at respectful, all. Paul. I know you're going to hear this too because Paul does listen to this. Yeah, I would have kicked his ass out so fast and been like, you're banned for the rest of the month, sir. It's it's not really the most respectful, kind way to go about things. Um, it was definitely one of the more interesting incidents we had. Um, and then, I mean, feeling comfortable in the gym too. I know we talked about um, knowing what you're doing and you brought up YouTube. I think that's a really good thing to remember when you're going into is that it's okay to look things up and, and try to get help for performing exercises correctly. So it is not like weird or out there to like ask one of the personal trainers how to do something or to stand there by the machine and look something up or read the, read the pictures on the machine and things like that. And I think people get really nervous to do that. Like it's going to make them look I don't know, some undesirable kind of way for doing that. It's not. You're allowed to. That's something that falls under. I don't know how to say that. I don't know what you can do at the gym. It's not unacceptable. No, it's not. And there is one thing I see a lot too is people complaining about people sitting on equipment in between sets on their phone and stuff. Well, guess what, a-holes? It can, an optimal rest period is two to five minutes between a heavy set. So if my ass is parked on that bench for five minutes because I just lifted a shit ton and I'm doing the proper rest time so that I can be optimal for my next set, well, you didn't ask to use the bench. So that sucks on you. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's there's nothing wrong with asking to work in between someone's sets. So if there's only one bench available, which happens in smaller gyms, mm-hmm. and you just don't want to have to wait 20, 30 minutes for this person to get through one of their, you know, heavier, heavier workouts, then just ask to work in. I am more than happy to spray down my own bench. So between that five minutes so that you can do a working set, like it's not a big deal, but it drives yeah. me nuts when I see people, oh, they're just on their phone. I was like, they're not taking a 30 second rest. This isn't high intensity <laughs> training, bro. Like, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, like everybody's workout is different and everybody has different goals. And so we just need to remember that instead of complaining. So if you're not willing to get out of your shell and ask if you can use the same equipment, then just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Move on, find a different piece of equipment. That is just what it is. And then speaking of equipment and heavy lifts and things like that, the number of poor young girls that have had to come to me and request assistance removing 45-pound plates from a leg press or from the squat rack or things like that is ridiculous. If you are strong enough to go up and put your weights on and squat them like a big boy or a big girl, you are strong enough to take them back off and put them back where they belong. Those are the worst. It's just, it's not your house. It's not. It's the not. gym is not your home. So stop treating it like it's like your home. Don't be just leaving shit everywhere just because you feel like there's there's help. We're not help. 
<laughs> your commercial gym employees are not help. Okay. So and then in walks somebody right after you who has been like working up the guts to use the squat rack for the first time. And she's going to do her first squats and she's, you know, brand new to weightlifting and she gets up there and she can't get these weights off reasonably by herself. You just put her back, made her feel self-conscious, like she shouldn't be there, all those things we already talked about. And that's just not fair to anybody. Pick up your weights. It's just lazy, honestly. It's It's lazy and inconsiderate and selfish is what it is. There's no excuse not to clean up after yourself, honestly. I never understood that part of the gym culture of why people do that. There is one guy at the Y near us that does it. And my husband... He's the one that actually complains about it and will like complain to the staff. And you know my husband and stuff. Yeah. So it's very unlike him to do something like that. But yeah. oh, it drives him nuts because the guy is an ego lifter. So and when Dustin is there, he it's weird. Like this guy like treats it like it's a competition and will like be eyeballing Dustin the whole time. And my, yeah. my husband's a big guy, so he can lift a lot of weight. But he'll like always try to like outlift him doing like quarter squats and stuff. And then he leaves all the shit on the bar. And my husband just, just like, like, dude, you, <laughs> like, you're not even doing it right. Yeah. It was like, and you're leaving a mess for everybody. So it always makes Dustin really mad. And it makes me laugh when he comes home and tells me about it. I'm like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. Um, like, but yeah, pick up your weights. That's a big one, also. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones right now because I feel like I had more in my head. What other gym etiquette can you think of, right? Uh, don't treat it like it's your house. So, like, um, what was the one you were telling me about? Somebody shaving in the hot tub? Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> I almost said I don't even want to talk about it, but I absolutely do want to talk about it because I have seen some of the most ridiculous things. Um, yeah, please don't shave in hot tubs. Please don't clip your nails in the free weight area. Um, just as bad as shaving in the hot tub is shaving in the sauna, the front chairs by the lobby, any place like that. That's not, it's not your bathroom. <laughs> it's a public bathroom. It's not your hot tub. That's disgusting. No, we, we have had people who like to shave different places, clip their nails in different places, cut their hair in different places. Um, please don't be those those people don't do those things use your common sense we don't it's not sanitary it's really gross it's so gross and you even know. with covid it's still like i were i know that with the covid the gyms are a lot more stringent on their cleaning practices and making sure that they're cleaning up more frequently and stuff like that. But the fact is, is that I don't think people care and they'll still do it anyways because they're, they're special. People are gross. If I learned one thing from being a GM of a gym, it is that people are gross. Yeah. There's just certain things. If, if, if pieces of you, whether that be body pieces, hair pieces, bodily fluids are going anywhere outside of you and yourself or like a toilet it shouldn't be happening just as a general rule at the gym I feel like that's a really good blanket statement to cover it I wish I could make a sign post it on the front door just so people know because people are apparently not aware no (laughs) not at all I think the worst thing that thankfully 
I didn't come across it because I wasn't a closer. But when I was a personal trainer at the Gold Gym in downtown Seattle before it closed, uh, one of the closer front staff came across a very large dildo in the men's bathroom shower. (laughs) So for all of you voyeuristic men and women out there, please pick up your sex toys because no one wants to touch that. Like, no. even if it was just like a personal use, I just, mm, mm, mm. that's not, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't care. Like people do their thing. I feel like the shower is probably the most appropriate place to do that because it's being cleaned on a regular basis with soap and stuff. But like, please don't leave still. your items there for someone else to pick but up. Still. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely God. not. So the two most ridiculous things that... There was these two guys, these two, uh, yeah, the two guys at the LA Finish gym that I used to work at, and <laughs> they'd always come in during like the four or five o'clock rush, right? So the gym is freaking packed, like two hundred plus people in there, and they'd always wear matching spandex pants, and. I swear, like, every time they came in was always leg day for them, and they would always be on the damn leg press of all things, and one would sit on top of it while the other one was pressing, (laughs) and the one on top would scream at the other one, be like, get some, get some, get some, and uh, me and... Jill would always call them the get some twins. So they'd be like, they walk in, but pop the get some twins are in. <laughs> like every so time. Funny. It was so funny. It's like they actually would have to like call each other before they came to the gym to coordinate their leggings. Cause I'm assuming they didn't live with each other. And, yeah. But they like to work out with each other and make sure they were color coordinated. I was really impressed by that because I feel like most even females don't do that. (laughs) No, they definitely. No, they don't. No, Mm -hmm. I think it's more offensive for women to come dress the same thing. Like, you know, people like, oh, they're those girls again. You know, it's like, like, no, I don't want to wear the same thing as that person. (laughs) No, that's Yet, yet we're always on the internet asking, oh my God, where'd you get that item? I really want to know where you bought that because I want it in the same same color. In the same place. I just want to be able to wear it in a different time and place and look as good. That's all that's happening there. (laughs) Facts. Not like the Gibson twins. No. I need some of that motivation in my life though. Well, if you ever make it back this way, you can sit on top of my leg press anytime and scream, get some at me. Okay. Just for like memory's sake. I will do it. A hundred percent. I think the other like really, I'm sure it wasn't funny for the man, but it was for me. Because as you are all finding out as you listen to me that I'm kind of an asshole. Like I don't have a lot of shits to give anymore and I'm pretty salty. So I've dealt a lot. (laughs) I've dealt with a lot in my life and it doesn't help that I'm in the military. So I deal with dudes all the time. And so with dudes. I'm just very direct because guys respond well to women who are direct. Whether or not they like it, they still respond to it. And that's where I, where I am in the position I am now. However, <laughs> when I was pregnant, like the worst time to try to offend a woman, especially someone who was me. <laughs> it's like I'm already kind of an angry person and a little salty anyways. But like pregnant Brittany is like amplified that times 10 and everything pisses me off but 
I was a really good personal trainer. And so I would be super nice to my clients and everything. But if anybody looked at me funny in the gym and stuff or wanted to say something about me being pregnant, it was game over. And I'll never forget this random guy like kind of got like the creepy vibes from him. Like he didn't seem like he was socially apt in the way like he wasn't responsive to most people in the way that you would normally expect i don't know what his situation was i try not to judge in that but i was getting a vibe from him from the get-go and he kept staring at me and that obviously was going to make me really uncomfortable because i was in that weird like my belly just popped phase and it's my first pregnancy and normally i was like the super fit bodybuilder chick and right now i just kind of look like i ate five burritos like you know (laughs) obviously self-conscious and we get into the squat rack and at that point I was like six or seven months pregnant still pumping out like 180 pounds on the squat and all that stuff no problem right and he like comes over and throws a towel next to me and he goes I don't want you giving birth over here because it would be really weird to clean it up and I looked at him I was like what (laughs) I was like sir do you do you know who I am and he's just like well no but it looks like you're about to give birth and I was like I work here and you need to leave he's like you don't work here and I was like yeah I do so Walk your happy ass out the door and don't come back. Oh <laughs> he just gave me this like face, like totally mortified, and I felt so proud of myself. <laughs> and like, yeah, freaking st- <laughs> I don't know what your situation is, but today was not the day. <laughs> not like, the one. Yeah, the audacity of I some can't people. I like, said that to you. <laughs> he threw a towel at me. I was just like. Well, just in case, Brittany, come on. It could have happened. Early labor is a thing. You're welcome for the towel, okay? (laughs) You're welcome. You would have been grateful had it been a different situation. Had you gone into labor just then, you would have been like, thank you, sir. And it would have been all good. I would have held that shit in just to spite him. (laughs) Just out of spite. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah, I think those are good. for me. It was the worst. So I've had like a lot of creeps, but you know, just guys who are just wanting to talk to me because they just think that's sweet ass. But I'm just not that kind of girl in the gym. Some people like that. They like the gym environment being the dating scene. And I know people like that, but I've not for me. I'm here to lift things heavy and put them back down. And if I happen to lift them heavy and drop them on your foot, that sounds like a personal problem. I was just here doing what I was supposed to do. Yeah. Last piece of gym etiquette. Don't be that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy. Don't be creep. that guy. Don't, don't interrupt a girl in the middle of her set. Don't re- interrupt anybody in the middle of their set. If I have to take my headphone out because I'm in the middle of a squat because you keep shouting at me, I don't think it's going to end very well for you because oh. there's people like me out there that pretty much say fuck politeness. Yeah. <laughs> and tell you to fuck off. So yeah, there are women out there who will take it. And I get it. Like, you know, there's a risk, especially when it comes to men. You know, they'd rather be polite than putting themselves in a, in a bad situation where they might get hurt and everything like that. But um, I I like to aid on the fuck politeness side most of the time. So, <laughs> And if you're not on that side again, that's what gym management and staff are there for. 
facts, super facts. So find yourself a good gym where you can feel comfortable, ask for help, get a good coach, find a personal trainer, bring a friend and let yourself enjoy the gym because it can be a really fucking cool place. Yes. And don't be afraid to gym shop. Yeah. Like don't. So recently I've been wanting to get back into CrossFit. So I did CrossFit like 10 years ago when I went to a military school and I really, really loved it. I love the competitiveness and I love the environment. So I've been shopping for a box here in South Carolina so I can kind of get back into that competitive atmosphere and like the uh, community, right? Because it's more of a gym community than anything is what CrossFit is like than like a regular commercial gym. And I went to one local to me and this is what I mean by like, don't be afraid to gym shop. If you, if you go into, if you talk to management or someone that's in charge or whatever, and you don't get a good feeling, you don't have to sign up. Like just don't do it. Right. Because if the first interaction that you have is not a good interaction with the staff, it's probably not going to be a great environment for you to be in in the first place, because that means that they're not going to be on their side. And I understand that some people are just shitty customer service people and they shouldn't be working there and that you shouldn't judge an entire gym by one person. But sometimes when you know, you know, and you just need to go with your gut feeling with it. If it doesn't feel right, you don't need to be there. If you like to go to the gym at night and you drive up into the parking lot and it's just way too dark for your comfort and stuff, you don't need to go to that gym at all. You can find another one that has a better lit parking lot. Like just always go with your gut. So what I say, more on my tangent, I just remember walking in and they were just about to start a class. They knew that I was coming. I was in uniform. I had my two-year-old daughter with me. I didn't get there as early as I wanted to because of traffic, obviously. But this guy could not have blown me off more. Like Mm -hmm. he just could not give a shit that I was in front of his face asking questions. And it was like five or 10 minutes before the class was starting. There was a bunch of people there, but like he just couldn't care. I was like, why would I give my money to your gym if this is my first interaction with one of your coaches? Like, I don't want to deal with this person. So I didn't come back. I was like, yeah, I'll come back in the morning or whatever, just to kind of like make the conversation along so I can get out of there. Yeah, I didn't show up because I don't want that to be my first experience and have that bitter taste in my mouth of coming into this new community. I was like, I don't expect... Yeah. No, I totally get that. Yeah. You're allowed to shop for your gyms and find one that you are comfortable at or one that you know you can grow to be comfortable at. Because that's the thing right. too, is the more you go, the more comfortable you get. The The first time you walk into the free weight section as the only woman is not the same as the thousandth time that you walk into that section as the only woman. You're, you get more confident every single time. So that's important to remember too. Your starting place is not the end all be all. We have some housekeeping, yeah? Yeah, what is it? Shoot. <laughs> oh, I'm doing the housekeeping. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. What's our housekeeping today? Okay. <laughs> well, our housekeeping is the same as it usually is, <laughs> which is, let's see, this podcast is available on Spotify, Audible, um, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts. Is that a thing? You're the yeah, podcast person. So I don't know. <laughs> I am the Brittany does all the uh, so, edits and uploading. If you cannot tell, I am not the technologically like adverse <laughs> person here. I'm like, is Google Podcasts a thing? I don't know. Where are we? I listen to us on Audible and Spotify. 
Yeah, we're on like six or seven different platforms. So Acast, Apple, Google, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, iTunes. Um, I think there's one more. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. So, oh, duh, Patreon. You know, the one that's most important to us because we want your money. But just joking. We don't really want it. We just want better equipment so that like Melissa can get an actual microphone so she can sound as lovely as my voice does. Okay. <laughs> It'll never sound as lovely, but it might get close. Okay. Let, let me get a little closer. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, we're on Patreon, as you've heard in the last two episodes, or if this is your first episode that you're listening to, again, we are on Patreon. If you want to listen early, the... F- we release our episode, except this last week because I suck, but we release our episode on Patreon on Wednesdays and then it's released on all other platforms on Friday. So you can get the tier one, which is three bucks, and that allows you to listen to us early. If you want to be so nice and give us four extra bucks, then that'll get you some more access to like fireside chat. And then the third tier, I think is like $15. And that would be the AMA, which is ask me anything for a guest of our choosing about once a month. And then usually for the second and third tier, if you have topics or you see an Instagram post or Facebook post that you want us to address and do some research, that is the tier where you can actually directly message us and let us know what we need to be looking at and that we can include that into our episodes because we really want to be able to cater this to our listeners. Therefore, we can give you the best information and most up-to-date scientific evidence-based research so that you can make the appropriate choices for your fitness journey. Absolutely. Does that sound good? You like that? Okay. You're way better at housekeeping than I am. I can't believe you put me on the spot for housekeeping. I was like, oh, no, this is not my thing. I am not the housekeeper. I'm just... I'm just here to talk. And she's gone. All right. Looks like Melissa left us. Her computer died. Um, So no happy note. Again, I'm Britt. That's Mel. We are That Fitness Thing Podcast. And we will see you next week. Bye.